0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: While well, the rumors about the downtown stadium and the moves around the NFL flying everywhere. You need every offseason episode of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. that features Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin. You can get fresh episodes every Tuesday and Thursday at 923thefan.com or on the Odyssey app. Yeah, Daryl was on fire yesterday. On fire. Fire. Fire, fire. Fire. Yes. Um, I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. So, here we go. There's some rumblings out there of really interesting piece uh, on our website written by Daryl Ryder. Uh, assessing everything with stadium situations and then yesterday as well. Ken Prendergast from the NEO Trans blog, a really interesting big piece where Ken says the Browns want a new stadium and the mayor wants community input. and It's pretty deep. It's pretty in-depth, and apparently the Haslam's really looking at a new stadium for when the lease expires on First Energy Stadium at the end of 2028. And that means big things, Andy, and apparently the Haslam's have been been meeting with the mayor and discussing and blah, 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 everything that needs to go into something like this. Yeah. And I just think that we're going to have some resolution on this thing sooner rather than later because 2028, that's five years from now, and... That's when the lease expires. I I'm would, sorry.
1: Did you say we'll have quick resolution because there's politicians involved in this? You I, know, I that, right? know.
2: Well, I I would think this. <laughs> That's not quick how. when something <clears throat> like this moves. <clears throat> means to me by the end of 2024. Yeah, I'm sure the Haslams would like that a lot faster. I would think so yeah. too. And I don't blame. But him. how long does it take to build this thing?
1: Three well, years, I do like, like
2: that. If you build something, I do
1: like the fact that the mayor wants community input. I don't. I mean, he has got to do that. I don't know how you don't. And I think the Browns have to respect that. I don't know where they are, as far as being on the same page for this thing. I do know that the Browns said yesterday in Daryl's piece that they are committed to First Energy right now. So to revamping that, well, I just I don't see that revamping but, or I, figuring out a way to continue where they are with the with the land bridge. Yes. That's what the Browns told well, me. Well, at history. least
2: at least until things expire in twenty twenty eight.
1: That that is what their stance is today. Uh, you would think, and Daryl said this several times in our podcast yesterday, that they want a new stadium. Who doesn't? I mean, if you have the option to have a new stadium, why wouldn't you? How are you going to pay for it? That's the question. And I'm I'm wondering, especially, and who was it that wrote the? Um, was it Zach Jackson that wrote the great piece about how to pay for it? Or so, I, Matt, somebody wrote a piece a couple weeks. Jason ago. Jason Lloyd. Oh, it was Jason Lloyd? Yeah, about using the gamble money. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was. He, I think he's dead on right, especially if you look at what they did in Minnesota. I mean, they're on pace. They sold pull tabs there. They sold pull tabs. You know what those are? No. You walk into a bar. You throw a dollar into this thing. You you uh, pull the the machine. It sticks out a paper thing that looks like.
2: Um, Is that like when I'm going to the grocery store and I want to get some turkey at the deli counter? No, not at all. Yeah, it's Number 73?
1: It is a little bit. Number 73. That is a little bit like it. Although they use electronic pull tabs, so I don't know what the difference between electronics, electronic pull tabs and paper pull tabs are, but I do know that, like, um, if you walk, a lot of bars have them, and so do some gas stations, and I've seen that, too, that you walk in, you throw, like, a buck in, and you... um, you you just kind of pull a lever and then it spits out this little card. You open up the card. It looks like you you know like a roulette number forty nine. Uh, it looks like a roulette thing. You can win some money. You don't win some money. Some of the money. Forty nine. I mean, Jeff, they were supposed to have three hundred sixty eight million by June of twenty twenty three, which means they could pay off their one point one billion dollar new stadium twenty
2: years ahead of schedule. Isn't it great to kind of uh, hoodwink? The general public. <laughs> hey, you can gamble here. Well, I
1: mean, I don't, okay. I don't think you're, uh, especially in Midwest bars up in that area. Pull tabs
2: are a huge thing. No, but yeah. you know, I've you got know,
1: relatives that are all in on that one. But
2: you know what I'm saying here? Hey, uh, you know, we want the public to pay for this. No. All right. We're going to do this gambling thing. Hey, great. I'm in.
1: Well, I do. <laughs> I, like they talked about a lot of the money that's going for that's, the sports books. That's sweet. I thought I read yesterday that 50% of the sportsbook money goes back to students, K-12, through 12, in the state of Ohio. Aww. Well, why not take that that sportsbook money and put it right back into the stadiums? I don't see... it What is the state going to do with the money? Now, the problem with that is, it's like, okay, you can say, okay, let's oh, use that to pay for a Brown fix, stadium. Fix
2: roads and bridges? Well, but know.
1: this is money that is being generated by sports, Jeff. I mean, otherwise that money doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, well, money that's being generated by you and I talking... With our tax money, is used to fix roads and bridges.
1: Yeah, I don't have a problem with that, but what I do, I do see that. To me, that's clear path stuff. That's like syntax stuff. Okay, it, actually, I don't even think syntax makes more sense than sportsbook tax. If you're going to make money already on this on this revenue the state yeah. never had before, why not take that money and invest it okay. back? And in, in, and you got a big circle in there. Why don't I, let's worry about how, how do you pay for it? That's going to be a big part of this.
2: Let's worry about that after we determine. Then after you and I discuss the need, I I I don't care to figure out how to pay for it. That's that's for people beyond me.
1: Yeah, but I'm telling you, the people that call are going to be upset. They're saying I'm not spending another dollar on a stadium, and I don't blame them. Well, that's fine. Go
2: go buy a pull tab, and you can pay for the darn. Well, that's
1: in Minnesota, but yeah, I understand.
2: Well, or do it here. You know, I mean, there are creative ways you can do things where you basically hoodwink the general public, and I I say that in a good way, hoodwink the general public into paying for it without them even knowing it. Hey, we're going to do this gambling thing. Great, done. Finished. Well, a lot that, of people that, didn't want that. It. Takes care of it.
1: I, I, I mean, I look at this Minnesota thing, and I, I equate it to. Do you remember? Um, oh, World's Finest. I don't. I don't know if they still exist or not. But they were the chocolate bars that you would sell when you were a kid when you are trying to raise money for your team to buy jer- jerseys and uniforms.
2: Remember that? Going to band
1: camp? Yeah, it's exactly what. The, I mean, but bars. that's what they did in Minnesota. They went out and sold World's
2: Finest. We used to sell candy bars outside the state liquor store. What? At, when I sold band candy. Because the guys who would go in to buy the liquor, yeah, would come out and they'd, you know, either feel guilty or whatever. You'd be standing there and selling your candy bars, and man, you just cleaned up! Wow, when you sold candy bars at the state liquor store, you and Girl Scout cookies. You're any, all the any, same. Yeah, I mean, you're going in to buy buy a fifth. You're, you're going to pass up, you know, a little Becky over there selling you some dosey does. all right oh, how do you miss that peanut butter, <laughs> peanut butter and whiskey? I don't no know, better man. combo. Okay. <laughs> Here's this now. Okay, let's we'll worry about paying for it later. Okay, All right, that's fine. That, and and let's put it. It's a, it's way above our pre, our pay grade. Okay,
1: on how to pay for it. Yeah, I, I don't mean they're, know. they're, they're, I've looked they're right do it with
2: they're going to do it with gambling. They're going to do it with the syntax. You know, there might be a countywide tax. Who knows what it is? Might be a, whatever it is. They're gonna they will figure it out. And the Haslums are going to have a really tough time saying we want the general public to pay for the whole thing. Uh, when the general public can turn around and say hey
1: how are those Milwaukee Bucks Exactly you just had 800 million dollars to spend on Sitting a basketball around. team Yeah. why can't you put that back into a stadium That'll pay That's for why. A, That'll
2: That's... pay for a third of the stadium fourth whatever
1: Don't you think it's weird that all this stuff hit yesterday too yeah, like you I went do. from they're buying part of the Bucks to season ticket prices are going up to um uh what was the other part oh to new stadium stuff like that Yeah oh.
2: All right so so here's this deal okay did you write that? Our, our stadium was <laughs> built, and, and, and you and I have said it, and this came out in the stories from, obviously, from Daryl and from Ken at the uh, NEO Trans blog. Yeah. Our stadium was built for the team to return in 1999. The architects opened up a drawer. Um, hey, here's the generic stadium that we have ready to go. Let's Let's do it. And it went up quickly. And all the information comes out. boy, the stadium went up quickly. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, if you weren't here in you know the late '90s and you're just figuring that out, congratulations to you. But we know that. It's a perfectly good football stadium. And now let's let's keep that in mind. If you want to go play 10 football games a year and throw in the occasional something else, it's a perfectly good stadium. I might be standing alone on that. You're making eyes at me. I I don't. You know why it's a perfectly
1: good stadium? Because you can play football in it? Yes.
2: You can play a National Football League game on the field. The playing surface is fine. There are plenty of seats. You can sit there. You can get a hot dog. You can buy a beer. And you can watch a football game. And it looks dang good on television. So before anybody says our, our stadium stinks, it's a perfectly good football stadium. If you're only going to build another perfectly good football stadium, well, then the heck with it. That To me, that means one thing and one thing only. Our owners have an ability to make more money in a newer stadium. If you're going to build something that is a, a showpiece for Northeast Ohio and a facility that can attract other events and can be used on a regular basis and has auxiliary stuff in it that's not just football or the ability to seat 65,000 people, then it becomes an asset for the whole community. And that that's what this has to be, Andy. Because seriously, you can go watch a football game in that place and it's just fine. It's all the other stuff that's not just fine, right? Yeah. yeah. Gerald, uh, yesterday uh-huh. in, in your podcast
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, talked but, about the stadium.
0: My take on the situation is the stadium... Is not adequate. It's probably not worth dumping a half a billion dollars into to renovate. So it'll last maybe another 10 years or so. They're most likely better off with a new stadium somewhere. But the questions become, where does that stadium go? Who's paying for it? Is it open air? Is it a dome? Is it retractable roof? The price tags involved.
2: Daryl's right on all that. But. I contend if all you're going to do is build another football stadium, well, why bother? And if I'm the general public in that case, I'm saying I'm I'm not ponying up. If I'm the politicians, not ponying up. Why are we building another place that we can only use 10 to 20 times a year for anything of significance? I won't argue any points of that. Whatever they
1: do, if they do decide to have another building, it, it's got to be multi-use if they want taxpayer money. If the Haslam's want to build their own stadium and just use it for whatever they want to use it for, then that's fine too. I don't a, have a problem with that. Perfect handy.
2: Yeah. That's absolutely right. And, or the Haslam's want to build a brand new football only stadium. Okay. That's fine. You want some public money? That's fine. So I'm sure the public would, somehow the politicians would get on board and the city of Cleveland or Cuyahoga County, they would figure something out. And they would go forward and with some kind of contribution. But if you're looking for a major contribution from taxpayers, from our our local governments, it has to be Multiverse. a retractable roof, multi- or 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 closed. I'd prefer retractable myself. I would too. But and you have to do that. I mean, there's there's just no there's nothing about that 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 makes me think. Yep, this is what this should be, folks. Do you agree or not? And does the does the idea of even talking about it make you nauseous? I, I know some people just don't want to hear it at all. Why? Because those people like going down and sitting and watching a football game and they get a great experience when they go to First Energy Stadium. The Haslams have made sure of that. place is renovated pretty nicely. From what it was, I think they've done a really nice job. But what is it? It's a football stadium right now. If you want more than that, folks... We, we better be talking big time stuff. Two one six five seven eight zero zero nine two. It's Baskin and Phelps here on The Fan. Mary kate Gabbett from the Plain deal at Com. Joining us at 11 o'clock. She's at the combine in Indianapolis. We would think so. I'm sure, she is. I guess she's going to hear Andrew Barry speak at 1 o'clock. And so are we. Yes. Andrew Barry, boss of the Browns. You think she's o'clock. been to St. Elmo's yet? I'm sure she won't go. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? She doesn't like steak. So you- um, two things: she's busy. Yeah. And uh, have you have you tried to order a steak on an expense account these days? No. I mean neither. <laughs> All I know is their
1: shrimp cocktail is gigantic. All it's right, great. gentlemen. Before we get cracking, Adam Schefter, Uh-oh. ESPN. Yes. Oh, I Uh-oh. like the tone. Giants here. are releasing wide receiver Kenny Galladay on the first day of the league year, March fifteenth, per source, saving money themselves, guys. He's a wide receiver.
3: Do we want him? 216-578-0092. Do we want him? 216-578-0092.
2: The answer is yes, under the right circumstances. If you have to give him much guaranteed money, I'm not doing it. And I say that as a guy who absolutely loved the Detroit Lion version of Kenny Galladay. Man, he was good. Wide receiver out of Northern Illinois. He was very good. Uh, Led the league in touchdown receptions one year. Then he went to the Giants in free agency and did not work. Yeah, that's an understatement. Did not work and did not seem to be a great teammate. I don't know any of the inner workings there. It let's just say it didn't work. So if the Browns wanted to take a flyer on Kenny Galladay and say, hey, you know, here you make the team, you get this kind of guaranteed money. I, I would definitely want to look at him before I signed him. However, I loved the Detroit Lion version of Kenny Galladay. And yeah. if that's still there, I want him.
1: Yeah, well, that hasn't really been there since, uh, three what, years, 19? Right? I mean, was, he had that 11-touchdown season.
2: He was phenomenal.
1: 19. Last year. Big, um,
2: big, strong wide receiver. About 6'3". Uh,
1: he's got to prove himself. I'd bring him in on a proven contract.
2: That's it. But see, somebody's going to give him something more. Well. And the Browns have to figure out if they want to be that team.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Look, if he wants to come in, give him a shot, I would definitely do that. I'm not going.
2: He was inactive a good chunk of the
1: year. He had six catches all season. Yeah, yeah. I just he did have whatever. some
2: injury issues, but when he was healthy, he was still inactive. They brought in guys like games. Isaiah Hodgins who did a nice job for them. Yeah, in, uh, it's hey,
1: you want to try out for the Browns? You got it. Come on in, bud.
2: Yeah, I would, I would definitely, I let would let him definitely a take a look, and I would be interested. And if the Lions' version is still in there, I would definitely, I would go after him. But I do not. He, he doesn't. He has not earned a big contract. No. We're talking stadium. There's some stories out there, including on our website. Daryl Ryder did a great piece on 92 thefan.com Go check it out. You can get it right on our website. It's right there. Um, and he also talked all about it in our podcast. It's always game day in Cleveland. And from a timing standpoint, here's what Daryl had to say about the, the the possibility of a new
0: stadium based on our old stadium. The lease is up in six years at the end of the 2028 season. The clock is ticking. Like, they need to get this going. In 2021, of course, we know the the Haslam Sports Group submitted a very ambitious, yet rather expensive, uh, lakefront development connectivity to downtown Cleveland with a land bridge proposal. It looks great on paper. I just don't think that it's ever going to happen.
2: I kind of, i've i've always agreed with that thought. I've heard about the land bridge. That's all well and good. Forgive me for saying this. For a lot of people, Andy, a land bridge over everything that's there, mainly railroad tracks, that's still a long walk for a lot of people. You know what I mean?
1: Don't you think? It's a, I guess it just depends. I mean, like I never thought it was a big deal when you had to walk from like City Hall down. Down over the bridge over to get to the yeah, stadium. Well, I was what? okay with
2: you're, that. You're a healthy guy. Am I? That's
1: questionable at this point, too. Well, but, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, you, you should expect to walk a little bit, no matter where you are. If you're going to a professional game, I mean, unless you're a VIP, you're probably
2: you're walking a little. Yeah, but in, if you go to if you go to some other cities, you don't you, you shouldn't have to walk like have a major walk from where you park to the venues you want to visit.
1: Two blocks, three blocks. I think I'm always that's, good with that's that. Doable. Yeah, so what should, sure. So that's, that's,
2: I mean, but if, but if you're gonna, I mean, a, a land bridge from like the mall, sea area, and all that stuff, yeah, down to the lakefront. That's a long walk.
1: I don't know. You know, um, what was it? What was the? Just oh, during the right. NFL draft, it didn't feel that bad. Like there was a lot of walking to do during the NFL draft, and it yeah, was again, it wasn't, but it didn't seem that outrageous to have to walk from. Um, I don't, basically, you know, the rock hall down to the stadium or whether you're, the hard part was just getting over the freeway. Like, if you could just walk across where the freeway was, I don't think it would be that big of a deal.
2: Well, if it can be, the problem is that, you know, the shoreway and the railroad separate the front from the city. Yeah. And so that's always been an issue. It always will be unless they rip all that stuff out. JJ's in Cleveland. Hello, JJ.
3: Hey, how y'all doing, fellas? Good morning. We are well, thank you. I mean, me personally, I don't want Carlton wins. Hopefully, I'm hoping uh, Jacoby Brissett just decided to stay here, don't want to go nowhere, because it's, it's, it's kind of a good gig. All right. You know?
2: JJ, what do you think about
3: the stadium? As far as the stadium go, I, I think we definitely need a new one. You know, I go to the games all the time. You know, I'm a season ticket holder. Last year, I took my twins to a game, and it was freezing, and we lost. You know, I would like to win to that game and been inside. If it was possible, <laughs> it would have been very nice. You know. Yes. But I mean, I I think you know, if if it got to be paid for, I'm sure those guys can come up with a a good solution to pay for a new stadium. I mean, I I would like for it to stay exactly where it is. Ooh. That's the only thing I don't like. I kind of like that area of where it is. You know, that's just me. Yeah, like, you, you know, what, JJ.
2: One thing I think we can we can be sure of a new stadium will not be on the site of the old stadium.
3: Exactly. That won't right? happen. So I, I wish they could just cover that one up in a way, you know, like you say, Jeff, it ain't that bad of a stadium. It's a stadium. They play football there. Yep. I don't see nobody playing nothing other than outside hockey. You know, ain't nobody going to come and do no big stadium. I mean, no Concerts. You got, you got yeah, if thing. they do, they to do. It. do to they a, do a do year. Quick it happens. Alone, or whatever it is now, it's a quick alone still. They'll do it there like they normally do, you know.
1: I don't know if agree, I could JJ. have if could you, have seventy thousand at a concert compared to
2: and, and thirty five plus. Why would I but, no, want the seventy? How often do they do that? I, if there's
1: a big name band that, or a big name concert that wants to come through, they, how often they can do, do they do that? I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I also would not rule out if there was a possibility. If they had to, one of the options on the table is going to be knocking down the stadium, playing somewhere else for a little bit, and coming back and playing there with a new stadium. I or
2: for. for Three to four years,
1: two probably two and a half years to build the new stadium. Two Where are you seasons, play, Columbus. Yeah, I, well, the Bears did it. The Bears played at Illinois. I mean, they can figure out a way to do it. I, it's, I'm not saying that. I just think that would really suck for us.
2: Yeah, I was gonna yeah. Say. That's.
1: I just. I think based on the whole trying to move games out of town, that's not a real feasible option. You know, it just isn't.
2: I I just think we've had enough of that sight. And there are enough other things you can do with that site. I think
1: so too. And we saw some pictures of other
2: sites that I I hope we talk about those in, today. Yeah, and well in one of the in, the in the story on the blog, two sites were mentioned in particular. Outside of where they are right Outside now. Outside of the area where they are right now, whether right. it be Burke, the airport, or where they are now or you know, some of the stuff right around that. You know, you have the whole the dock right there, Andy, right? Right. All of that. I mean, you could you could feasibly put another stadium down there somewhere if you really wanted to do that. But I, I think we've all had enough of that site, and we've seen how the lakefront has not developed, I think, as most people would like it to. And I don't know that putting another stadium there that you're not going to use a whole lot does that, unless it's a retractable and you can do a lot more things. The other sites that were listed mentioned uh, – where the post office is on Orange Avenue? Orange Avenue site, yeah. There's apparently a lot of empty vacant land there uh, owned by the Department of Transportation. Sure. And but the the thought in the in the piece on uh, the Neotrans blog right said that the ownership felt that was a little too far out of downtown.
1: I don't know why. I think you would uh, absolutely create that sports district right it's there. Not, it's
2: not too far from the the baseball park and the, no, the arena.
1: And if you look at that picture, they also kind of sneak a ten thousand seat soccer stadium in there too.
2: Kind of sneak a stadium in, right? I, I don't know.
1: I to me, I mean that that becomes the athletic center of the city. That you change that you almost change the center of the city. The problem is the middle of it
2: is the freeway. Yeah,
1: but. You know, I I think about the opportunity they would that have site there. Is interesting. I also think it's more open to parking. I think there's a lot of things. Essentially, like when you drive in on 77, you see Tri C's off on the right. It would be off
2: on the left. Yeah,
1: it'd be on the other side of the freeway. And if, what
2: I wonder, Andy, because you know the the thought was mentioned in the piece that the ownership and that's the Haslams wanted it closer to downtown for downtown development and stuff. And I've always I I've thought. Shouldn't you slide it a little bit? And wouldn't that expand downtown? Yeah, I don't think
1: it'd be a big deal to slide downtown a little bit south on the other side of the freeway. Big I,
2: deal. I, I think you might, especially be
1: right. because the land is there. And if I were the Browns, I would want it over there. Yeah, because your ability for parking and,
2: and and your ability to develop around it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a it's an open canvas. Over exactly. There. I mean, I, you, I,
2: you could develop all kinds of really cool stuff. If you had plenty of land around it. Right. You're really good. And
1: also better than locking yourself into the other site. I don't know if you want to explain what the other site is. The other yourself.
2: site is on Lakeside. Right. And if you're familiar, and it's, so it's, it's east of East 9th Street, and it's where a beautiful FBI building sits. Yeah. And where Channel 3 sits.
1: Right. And there's parking across the street from there that's wide open.
2: Yeah, but how much parking? Enough for 65,000 I mean, people?
1: Well, there's a. you're talking, I'm not talking about parking. I'm talking more about About where are you physically putting the stadium.
2: Where you can actually put it, okay.
1: Yeah, you could see, like, I would almost assume that, like, right now where the parking, if that was actually an idea, parking garages would be where the 50-yard line would be and that you would have to uh, break up Lakeside. Like, Lakeside would have to stop at some point.
2: And and part of it was because that, that whole part where Channel Three is, and by the way, that's a beautiful facility. It isn't nice at place. Channel Three. Yep. And the FBI building next to it, their lease is coming up and supposedly they're going to move. But those buildings are side by side, they're great buildings. But they're just south of the Muni lot. Where you also have parking. Where you have parking. And the thought was tie the Muni lot into that. And there's a lot of space on that in that area, Andy, that would appear to be wide open where you could put something. But do you want a stadium there? You know, or or do you want to? Like in Philadelphia, the arena, the ballpark for baseball, and the football stadium are all right there. They're Every, in the, they're everything's the right there. Same going. spot. Yeah. And that seems to work beautifully. And I just – Kansas like,
1: City is the same thing, although Kansas City's looking at a new stadium, too. The other part of this, too, is, you know, you, you start talking about the pressure of putting a new stadium in. I mean, look what Buffalo did. Yeah. And you want to talk about putting
2: pressure on Cleveland? They're going Buffalo open. Put, and they're going open air, Andy. Yeah, at, which to me is ridiculous. I, I think it's it. ridiculous too, but that's the deal, isn't it? Uh number to join us is 216-578-0092. Let's real quickly get Gerald in. Gerald, you got about 30 seconds, buddy. I'm sorry about that. Hey man.
3: Hey, um okay, I'll be quick. Um I would love nothing more than a nice new high-tech stadium for the Browns. Yeah. I think it bring a lot of different events in. Um one one event that catches my eye, um you know maybe we could get uh, the buckeyes in a matchup in in Cleveland maybe versus Alabama or one of these other big names um i know they have a home and home coming up with georgia but i don't know if it's
0: 2028 20, but anyway that yeah, hey,
1: Gerald are you giving up the gate on 100,000 people walking into your own stadium? No, I'm not. not. Gerald, thank you very much. Sorry, I'm not trying I mean I would love to see it too. You're always going to be better off with Ohio State trying to play a Mac school and have the Mac school have that be their home game in the home and home to move here. That's a great, You will that's,
2: always be a winner with that. That's well done. Mary K. Cabot, Plain Dealer, cleveland.com. We'll uh, chat with her. She's at the combine coming up next on Baskin and Phelps.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.